Three, two, one. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rock Bottom Podcast. Or... It's so bad. It's amazing. Very amazing. Um, greetings to everyone in Alberta who is getting a bit of uh... snow this morning. <laughs> snow this morning. No, no, we got a lot of snow in Central. Well, up north, we're starting to get it now. Um, so, yeah, as opposed yeah. to us, we already got like, dude, easily like eight centimeters up here. Well, it's after Remembrance Day, so I'd call it okay. We're getting ready for Christmas now, so yeah, it's, the snow? it's acceptable. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you freak out, it's like, come on, man, come on, man. It's almost Christmas. You know, we've got a few weeks to go. Man. Well, so ish, you know, ish. Yeah, well, like thirty-six. You've Still actually been keeping you, you've been keeping track of this? No, no, no. I'm just um I'm going to a wedding on the twenty eighth. I told oh, you. Oh, that's this. why. Okay. And I got an email yesterday and they were like, it's forty days away. And I was like, and that means Christmas is this much what, away. Like thirty it's like thirty-eight or something. <laughs> like thirty-six now. Now. Okay. Yeah. As of now. <laughs> uh, and okay, so I don't know if we should mention this on air, but you have a plan for this wedding. <laughs> um, so here's the here's the thing. I've never heard of this before, but apparently after like 11 o'clock at the reception, they're going to have an open mic thing. This is great. <laughs> and, and what do you plan to sing for the ladies and gentlemen at home? <laughs> Friends in Lone Places. Ah, I love your sense it's, it's of like humor. A wild, it's like a Wild West theme, and it's a country song. So, so hey. why not? Even though it says, then sweet little lady, I'll head back to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be as high as that <laughs> ivory tower you're living in. Oh, yeah. And you will be. That's the problem. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. I, I, to- I, to- I told the bride face... Well, not face to face. I think I texted her. I said, "You know, I can ruin your wedding. I'm and a she's liability." Like, and she's like, "Please don't." I don't think she replied to that. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, this morning, boom. Uh, I've been busy. Obviously. Moving. Moving. So, so. Um, we were gonna do the movie scores episode yeah, this yeah, week the, fil- the music and film episode this week yeah, but music and film he's moving so that makes it very difficult you know the, the plan things contrary to popular belief we do plan these things out yes um, so that'll happen next week this week no. is more just us talking about regular old music and artists we like Artists we sometimes don't like, but artists that have also changed our minds. And that can be artists, songs, albums. This is sort of review week. This is our, yeah. This is our starving artist week because we couldn't think of anything else. (laughs) Starving artist. But first, we gotta start. There's our title right there. The Starving Artist Week. Starving Artist Week. But first, we gotta start with our segments, of course. The snooze button. button. My computer broke, so I I don't think I have the original audio file. Okay, well we'll use we'll use that one then. Just add (laughs) some fancy ass effects and. Oh yeah. 
go okay, from there. I will. Uh, anyway, yeah. <clears throat> my snooze button this morning was Venice is Sinking by Spirit of the West. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you've actually heard that one, Rusty, but it's really good. I've only ever heard, like, the folksy stuff from Spirit of the West. So. Well, that that it, it is kind of folksy. I mean, they've got accordion in it. The, the, and it starts out, um, I think one of the lines is, uh, Jesus Christ hangs his head with grace. And then it's like, and you couldn't find a smile if you nailed it to his face. No. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 very it's a very interesting song, uh, especially lyrically. Hmm. Um, I think I don't know what it actually is about because I didn't think I would have to research it this morning. But <laughs> um, hey, um, we'll save it, it for later. It's a good song. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so what about your snooze button this morning? <sighs> My snooze button is a bit complicated because I listened to a lot of songs this morning. Okay, let so me I guess. I can't really remember, but I did. What, what's I, the I one heard, off the top of your mind? No, I, I, I heard a song on the radio. I saved it to my, um, you know, like your playlist, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did listen to it this morning. Uh, you know Spirits, the Strumbellas? I uh, think it's, so. It's a relatively new song. Um Okay, then then count me out because I don't listen to a lot of new music. Oh no, it's rock. Like it's full. Like I've heard of the Strombellas, but yeah. I've never actually. I don't think I've actually listened to them. Yeah, it's um, it's like a cryptic almost song. Yeah, like it's it, it's kind of got a mysterious message. It's like yeah. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't. Oh, go. that one. That yeah, one. Okay. I heard that on the radio and I was like. Huh? Why? Why didn't I save this on my playlist? No, because like I've I've heard it way before, like when it first came out, but yeah. I never like listened to it outside of the radio. You know, you, one of those you, songs that like yeah. you know, you're on the radio, yeah. like you can't visualize yourself listening to. Well, Calling for some back reason, to the radio episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, for some reason, I thought like, hey, I'll yeah. put it on my music list. You know, um, funny enough. I do that a lot with, like, ACDC. I don't listen to them a lot because, one, I can't sing like Brian Johnson. Yeah. Uh, two, um, a lot of their songs are great. They're great, but they don't really fit any moments in life. Yeah. Unless you count uh, some sort of STD. <laughs> Well, what? That's what the Jack is about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Apparently so. But apparently so. <laughs> and I didn't know this as a kid. So. Mm. But hey, who knows, right? I mean, it, it. And coming back to us, we recommend each other artists all the time. Songs. More specifically, songs. More specifically, songs. Like, I remember once I sent you uh, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Yeah. Did you ever end up listening to those guys? I think I listened to the start of the song and was like, yeah, this is good. But I'm not sure what I did with it afterwards. It's like blues rock is what it is. Yeah. Like, 
And first of all, the steel guitar in that song is brilliant. I come in last night about a half past in that baby of mine would let me in. Let's face it, that is every guy's worst nightmare. <laughs> you get home late and the door's locked. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's anyone's worst nightmare. I feel like as a kid, you go out to parties and your parents are like, be home by 10 or I'm locking the door. And they lock the door on you. And they lock the door. At like That's like anyone's worst you nightmare. Like you, you get home at 10.01. And the door's locked. Yeah. Well, I'm home. You did. Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. And that, and that um, segues into stuff like Blink-182, the party song. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, before we we, get, we mentioned that on another episode, so yeah. I don't think we need to go through it again. But so let's, we're gonna can we start this? Yeah, let's, let's just go. So to start, we're gonna start at the the lowest, the simple, the single, the song. Yeah, and what then would, go. What would you say you've been you've been listening to lately? Really? And okay, world, don't hate me for this, but Christmas music a lot. It's past Remembrance Day. I mean, it's past Remembrance Day. We're fine. <laughs> I feel like that. I don't know. Did, did you ever have a date in your family that's like this is this is when we put up the Christmas decorations? Well, usually it was after my birthday, which is the seventh of December. So, mm. because my parents didn't want to take away from their kids' birthdays. Oh so yeah. It's like okay, sure, and I went with it, but. Because, you know, yeah. your birthday is obviously something special. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, okay, people who don't celebrate their birthday because, you know, that you think you don't want to remember how old you are, just stop, okay? And I'm not, like, it's worth celebrating. You made it around the sun one more time. Come on. You've survived another year. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. And in this world, apparently, that's getting harder and harder to do. So, you know. Well, I think it's just the, like, I don't know. It's weird, like, when did, when did like, becoming old become lame? Like, I don't know. And like, it's, it's awesome, you, actually. Like, it, yeah, it's great. Because, one you get discounts at, like, KFC or whatever, but (laughs) two, who cares? You're still here, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, let's not forget three. You can do, like, stupid things, and you can just blame it (laughs) on being old. Yeah. Okay, like, what did you have in mind? Accidentally, like, (laughs) I heard this from someone before. Accidentally take things from a store and just start walking out, and if anyone's like, what are you doing? Just be like, Oh, I didn't pay for this. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Not that anyone does this. No, not that anyone does. But what I'm saying Uh, is our generation will probably be the... The rebellious old people. It's going to be the most fun. Being old. Yeah. Just the senior home. You have like a gaming league in the bad and you got like trash talking people like oh no 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 
It's not that. You know what it is. What? There are going to be people, and this is probably going to be me in my seniors' home modifying their um, their their old age scooters. Like you know, the, there are going to be people. There are going to be people doing wheelies down the hallway in the yeah. old age home. Like, well, I mean, like, here's the big uh, thing, too, is that I, I feel like in this age, we have more, like, and even with music, too, like, I mean, back in the 70s and 60s and whatever, like, it was hard to record music. Yeah, now it's way easier. I mean, look at us. I can, if they let I can, two schmucks like us do a podcast, like, you had to be, like, you had to have some recognition. Yeah, but now, dude, anyone can record music. Anyone. Anyone, whether it's good or bad. (laughs) And I think even with all technology, like there's more people that have basic technological understanding than like your grandma who doesn't know how to turn on a computer. And when you you tell her to open the window again, and when you tell her to open the window, she goes and opens the curtains. Yeah, Um, I feel like most seniors, though, by now have gotten around that. I feel like that 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 phase well, I, is over. I feel like that's just, that's just generations closing, though. No, it's it's more the fact of when they get their grandsons or whatever, or even sons and daughters to teach them, and they actually retain what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. But then again, it's still like, how much more will our generation? It's like, my grandson's gonna be like, this is how you use the fancy quantum computer and i'm like, like we know <laughs> we know jimmy we read the instructions <laughs> oh man I think, I think it's just a different way of life like there's get you know you know and getting older thanks to modern medicine a we're living longer and b we can do more like i shout out to uh a family friend in texas who shall remain nameless um <laughs> She's like in bet she's in almost as good a shape as like a 20-year-old and she's still doing stuff. It's great. Like thank you for like the education is there too, right? Yeah. Like I feel like the greatest accomplishment in the 40s was just not dying of polio before your 10th birthday. <laughs> or no, the greatest accomplishment in the 20th century was living till you're like 80. Oh, yeah. Now, heck, I want to be a hundred-year-old guy who's still able to go out and do stuff that, you know, a 30-year-old would. I mean, that has to do with your lifestyle, too, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it, ha- it, it but back to the music aspect of things, and technology has afforded us such great music and also not-so-great music. I'm looking at you, dubstep. <laughs> And I think that's main, like, the fact that anyone can create music now is a blessing and a curse. But it's more a blessing than a curse, is what I would say. Well, yeah, because, like, the world's pumping out, like, a thousand songs every day. Yeah. And a good chunk of those are pretty good. Yeah. It's, I mean, and people are taking music, especially... There's also a lot of good, like, parodies and covers coming out of this. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I once watched uh, a CBC podcast called Laugh Out Loud. Mm. 
Uh, shout out CBC because we're in Canada. Um, first of all, they had a so they did a cover of Drake's uh, Hotline Bling, <laughs> but they changed it to Landline Rang because. What? No, because you remember what, like, back in the early 2000s when everybody had landlines still. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, the transition period where everyone's like, do we still need those? Yeah. And then what you do is, like, and I actually know a few people who still have landlines. Yeah. Um, mainly the generation before me kept them. Uh, but anyway, the song goes, you know when the landline rang? Somebody trying to sell something. Honestly, that was it. But like that that's what they do. Like you'd get calls in the middle of the day for telemarketers and stuff or like Elections yeah. Canada or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever like to those um what? Like the pranks where like the prank calls? A, no, the telemarketer pranks where like the telemarketer calls you and then you make up some cuz it's a person on the other side usually. I did that once once like they called me on my cell phone and they're like are you interested in a life insurance policy i'm like i'm a 20 year old student why would i be interested in life life insurance i don't have time for this <laughs> he's like Fair Fair enough. Enough. have a good day <laughs> me and my uh me and my sister always did this whenever they'd call and they'd be like oh i'll always you know like my dad would be there or whatever and i'd be like we'd start tearing up like oh, he died he yesterday Man. Thank you for reminding me, jerk. <laughs> no, 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 no. You realize that's like the worst thing you could possibly do to a telemarketer. Yeah, I know. Like what? First of all, I think everybody on air would join me in saying, what is your problem, Rusty? But hey, we were <laughs> kids. We just I feel like as a kid, you you can do stuff and get away with more. Yeah. Like, Here, here's the thing, too, and not to bash on children because I was a kid not so long ago. Yeah, neither like, was the same like with us. Like, I feel like it's harder for you to grant con... Oh, sorry, okay. I had a stroke there, apparently. It's harder for and you who's to... who's the old guy now? <laughs> <sighs> no, I just feel like as a kid, it's, it's harder to grasp concepts of there's an actual person on the other line. And there's, like, morals... And ethics and but still man it's so fun hearing him freak out like oh oh what we just don't know what to say normally you just hang up click yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man but Uh. i mean honestly though and i feel like you know the modern music age has kind of shifted from first of all there's you buy a record now and it's like this novelty item yeah or we even have, we, we have like a, a a store up um in the city what what's it called it's it's called hot wax oh i like that and it's a That's vinyl creative. store and yeah. it's got like so many like it's not like oh here's like the beatles and alice cooper or whatever it's got like deep cut like artists you've never heard of yeah, but and there's one actually in the West Edmonton Mall that I go to like every spring when I go to this conference. Yeah. It's like 
It's called Sunrise Records. You go in there and there's like vinyls everywhere. And like, not only that, they're like 30 bucks. Funnily enough, um, oh, I was walking, like, I have like a chapters by my house. Like, I went, oh, yeah. you know, with your family. And, 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 like, and they're oh. selling vinyls now, eh? No, no, no. They were selling a record player. It was like a modernized record player. I know. I have one. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, like, so cool. Yeah, cool, too. But I mean, like, for me, okay, like, because where I live, right, I remember me and a buddy of mine took a road trip to this place called, I forget what it's called, but we went to this one store in Stony Plain, right? Yeah. And I bought a cassette player for like 25 bucks. And it's in our living room right now. Yes, I'm a hipster. I have a cassette player in my living room. <laughs> I love how it, like it's weird, like having a vinyl, like a, a well, what is it? A disc Either player. a tape deck or a record player labels you a hipster automatically. Well, no, I feel like record players are, they're not really hipster anymore so much as just, oh, you're that guy. Yeah, you're the guy who listens to vinyl. Yeah. Also, one other thing about vinyl. For those of you who don't or have never listened to vinyl, listen to it, okay? Yeah. The sound of a record is so much better than the sound of, like, digital music. Yeah. As... I mean, well, well here, here's the thing, and the, I think it, this goes back to the It's not better sound quality, but it's better sound character. And I think this goes back to the debate of recorded music versus live music nowadays. Exactly. I feel like sometimes, um, at, at least for what I've listened to sometimes, recorded music nowadays tries to give the illusion that it's live. And that's wrong. That yeah, and it's, so it's this weird mix where you hear like um, you you hear like guitars with like realistic reverb or echoes, or, or like, like it's supposed to give the sense that it's it's in a room and that you're there, but, but that, I don't I don't think that's the purpose of recorded music though. No, and you know what else too? Yeah, like even in the early two thousands, they'd put like the the old vinyl pops in 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 rap albums. Like for example, "The Way I Am" by Eminem. Yeah, that that uses a like a record synth kind of thing in the background. Yeah, as he's rapping. ironically, um, record pops also show up in uh, Eminem just related the Without Me. Remember that one? Yeah. Yes, that, <laughs> that whole, shows up at and the that start. scratch where it's like right, like yeah. it starts with a record playing and yeah. Actually, Which, um, just speaking of records, I do know. I, th I think I'm going to start doing it myself, too, but you can, like, add record effects to your songs. Because, like, would be... You, you know just, what? What? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think we should discuss this later, but there's certain songs that we should cover with a re old-timey record effect. I.e. some punk is what I'm thinking. Dude, I'll send you, like, an album with just, like, just oh. Blink album. Yeah, Blink album with the record effect. Nice. <laughs> that that would actually uh, sound super cool. Or like the mixtape thing. Like yeah. you know when you put, you know when you put the tape in the tape deck and it do, and it does that weird, thing. Yeah. Which the actually beginning? they um 
they did at uh, I think two of their songs have that. Oh yeah. But like they they use that at these. But anyway, I'm gonna be honest, because I used to jump up and down listening to music as a kid. Tapes were better for that because they wouldn't skip like a CD would. Yeah. You don't get like. There's different. There's pros and cons to everything. I found tapes better because they wouldn't skip. Like CDs would get yeah. scratches on. You can't scratch up a tape. You could just play it until it breaks. <laughs> yeah. Which. But with a CD, I feel like the quality slowly goes down because of yeah, stuff. Age and what yeah, have age, you, right? But all right, let's 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 just move on to the the next step here before we go. And I, yeah. I think I'll, I'll I'll lead off this one, and that's albums. Yes. Okay. Ooh. And first first off the bat, I'm just going to list probably one of the best albums ever, and then I'm obviously gonna use that as the bar for all of the albums. But it's it's a Blink Marianna's, 182 album, isn't it? No, no, no. It's Mariana's Trench um, masterpiece theater. Hmm. You've never actually listened to no no the whole album okay here's problem yep. was you just mentioned a band that i had a hatred for in high school <laughs> oh. you want to know why why i heard them live and i couldn't hear oh. a thing afterwards uh, i mean the only problem with because with like the lead singer is that like he's such an entertainer that he's so out of breath while he's singing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, here's the thing. If you're going on stage, focus on singing rather than pleasing the crowd. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it, the, it depends, right? It depends on what you're doing. Like if it's and if you can do it well, too, right? Yeah. I mean, but here's my thing. Okay? With with albums and I honestly think the best album... Okay, first of all, we'll start with bands and do best album they've ever done. I best think. <laughs> like, are we doing favorite bands here? Your, yeah, your favorite bands with the okay, best well, album well, they've well, ever done. What would your favorite band be, then? Honestly, Rush or Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Those are my top two. It's a weird mix, but trust me, it works. <laughs> Um, for example, uh, the best album B&L's ever done is Gordon. Oh, Because yeah, it gained the popularity. And even still, like, dude, you listen to that, and there's this certain quirky nerd quality to it. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Songs like Blame It On Me, King of Bedside Manor, Crazy. It's just got so many good songs. That are so quirky and weird that you never hear them on the radio anymore. Yeah. Like when I was in grade nine, BNL grade nine was my theme song for that year. <laughs> oh. But then you've got Rush. And to be honest with you, their best album, in my opinion, is actually a compilation. Yeah. Of all, like their greatest hits album reads like a list of some of the best Canadian rock songs ever produced. Oh, there's no denying that. Like, I I feel well, like Rush brought modern rock to Canada, honestly. Not only that, but they did it like 
Okay, first of all, we can't mention Rush without mentioning the one song that got them charted, which was Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, and can we just all agree that Rush has the greatest guitarist, greatest drummer, and, and well, subjectively the greatest vocalist in the world? Subjectively. Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember I saw the first music video where they were recording it in that cabin in northern Quebec. Yeah. The Tom Sawyer music video. I'm like, who's the chick singing? Like, <laughs> then I come to I, find I remember out, when oh, my, that's when my, Getty my, uh, Lee. Yeah. I remember when my friend first told me, like, to listen to a Rush song. Which he, one did he, he looks recommend? At me and um, he recommended, uh, I think it was Tom Sawyer again. Or, New or World Spirit Sun. of the Radio. Either one of those two. Either one of those. And, like, I go, okay. And he says, he says, but just don't be turned off by the vocalist. He sounds yeah. weird, but get over it. Get over it. And <laughs> most people did. I yeah. mean, like, there's a story that I watched a documentary a long time ago called Beyond the Lighted Stage. Yeah. Rush Beyond the Lighted Stage. Okay, first of all, if you're a music nerd and you love Rush, go watch that documentary right now. Like, like, don't even bother listening to the rest of the show. Just go watch that documentary. Jacob, we need we need minutes. We need okay, the viewership. Yeah. Okay, yeah, true. But still, you get my point. It's a good documentary. Yeah. It Because, like, they got U.S. exposure from a radio station in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they played Working Man, which is, like, this seven-minute montage of guitar and, like... Most most of that song is guitar, right? Or like a solo, yeah. Or like a solo. That's most of what Merking, Working Man is. Yeah. And they're, everybody's calling into this radio station to be like, when's the new Zeppelin album out? And to be compared to Led Zeppelin... At the time. At the time is incredible. <laughs> I mean... Like at the at that time in the early six in the late sixties early seventies, you have to admit being compared to Led Zeppelin is amazing. Yeah, because Robert Plant, Jimmy Jimmy Page, those guys are legends even by today's standards. Yeah, even though the I, I I still know bands that like take major influence from them. Yeah, and. Shockingly, so do the Rolling Stones get a lot of influence like that. Yeah. But, I mean, and, he, and Mick Jagger's in his 80s now. Right? Yeah. I love it when new bands take influence from older bands. It's great. Yeah. You know? Like, that one song you sent me when we back when we first started this podcast, Sloan, Accurate yeah. Is. That sounds so like John Lennon E. It's not even yeah. funny. And for those of you who don't know, actually, shout out to Sloan. They're actually rising pretty fast in Canada. They're a Canadian blues rock band. Yeah, but it's very psychedelic. It's almost trippy. Yeah. Well, some of their songs. Well, Act Your Ages is trippy as heck. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like straight out of like. You, you'd you half expect George Harrison to be sitting there with a sitar. 
Yeah. In that song. But no, it's it's very much like it's got the Beatles vibe, but it's got a Led Zeppelin feel almost. Kind of. See, and this is what I love about modern ba- when modern bands do that, right? Yeah. Like, Blink-182, um, their modern stuff, it almost sounds similar to stuff like, well, honestly, I want to say kind of like Kurt Cobain-esque. Yeah. You know? Because, let's face it, in the 90s punk, you can't go through without listening to Nirvana. (laughs) Even though you can't, even though Smells Like Teen Spirit has illegible lyrics. And for most of the part, most of the time you can't even know, you don't even know what he's saying unless you really look it up. Or you listen to it with like a fine tooth comb. Yeah. It's this. I still uh, don't know what he's saying. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, but you know what they actually did? They had a reunion tour once with uh, Paul McCartney in for yeah. Kurt Cobain, <laughs> and which is weird because first of all, guess who inspired Kurt Cobain? McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. So I I feel like that came full circle. In a way, but and then of course you get songs like or artists actually more like elton john the guy's a really gifted composer yeah and lyricist right i feel i feel like nowadays it's very hard to come across for like yeah for lack of a better word composers like people that actually yeah make music yeah It, it is hard I'm not going to lie. I mean, you get, like, songwriters, but it's all... But like we said in in the pop episode, it's like they're all using the same rhythm and chords. Yeah. Now, if you can do something different, you're looked on as a hero. Yeah. And And it it even goes back to the debate, like... Like, I mean, there's only so many combinations and chord combinations and rhythms, like... Yeah. Yeah. Music's been around for a long time, so when you do, like, make something that sounds different, like, actually different. That's what this world needs. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, like, maybe for the last, I don't know, however long. I feel like, like, I feel like that kind of stuff is making a comeback, in a way, like, composers and stuff, and, like, actual writing your own chords and songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is becoming is is making a comeback. Well, I just feel like there's this there's this um, theme in like popular music that it's like lyrics, right? Yeah, it's do this, get a hit. It's the band just provides your simple like your bass is in the pocket, your drums are boom, and your guitar is just doing something to complement the rhythm. But I feel like, and that's honestly why I enjoy rock and even punk rock so much. Can I just say, I feel as if the collective music industry is kind of getting bored with this, as are the listeners. Yeah. You know? They're getting bored of doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Throwback again. They're just releasing the same song to us over and over again. Yeah. So... That's why I feel like the creativity of the music industry is slowly coming back. 
And definitely over the last, like, I'm going to say, like, four years, I've listened to a lot of good new music that's very creative. Ed Sheeran. I want to say Serena Ryder. Or even, like, some, like... Here's another thing, too. I feel like the local music scene, like, before 2010, was very... Was, um, wasn't lacking. as... Not only that, it wasn't as promoted. Yeah. But once like, again, even, like, um, Ed Sheeran, he was, like... He was a local musician for years. Until... He played at his local pubs and taverns, and then that's how he blew up. Yeah. So I feel like... Uh, whereas two... Justin Bieber... Um, he was on YouTube, and... He like, was on was YouTube. Like, hey. Yeah. Like, so, honestly, the local artists are making such a comeback. And it's and great. I love it. I know. This is awesome. Not just because you can finally go to a concert without having to fork up $400 for a seat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I go to my friend's shows when I can, and they're like, yeah, it's like 10 bucks at the door or something. Yeah. 10, 12 bucks at the door, and it's like, this is and great. Who, who doesn't want to support their local musicians? Seriously. Well, especially when they're your friends, Yeah. you know? And they're super approachable, too. Like, you can walk up to them after a gig and say, hey, you killed it. Try that with Ed Sheeran now. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing worse than fame. disconnecting with a fan base. Yeah. But it, honestly, it, though, fame, too. I feel like Fame, a in a point. lot of cases, ruins the artist. Yeah. Because or, um, in some cases, what will happen is they'll become full of themselves and don't want to deal with the fans anymore. Yeah. And, or, um, oh, uh, I forgot what band it is. I think it's um, Whale something. I don't know. I think it's a Canadian band. But anyways, they were in Toronto, and they did a random pop-up show on a train. That's cool. And I was like, I feel like it's that kind of stuff. That you know, makes you like respect them even more. Respectable, and right? Because yeah. if you just do shows, and eventually you've stopped doing smaller things. And like, I feel like call it's back small to things. Yeah. yeah. To call back to that... There, um, I remember this one time. There was this big social media thing. There's a real famous artist down east, the front man to Great Big C, Alan Doyle. Yeah. They had a petition on Facebook saying Alan Doyle should go play this fan's wedding. And he does. <laughs> he totally did it. And, and, and he signed the guest book. He's like, this is the place, right? And, I'm like, and they're like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the bride and groom were just gobsmacked. It's, there's, it's, there's a wedding present. Yeah, just Alan Doyle shows up at your wedding. <laughs> Matt, okay, first of all, imagine if like a big band, like, well, I say big, but like, imagine if Ed Sheeran or like, I don't know, Blink-182 or whoever did that. Yeah. Just Ed Sheeran shows up at a wedding. That's the and he would do that too. That's well, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't forget about his fans. Right? And here's the thing. Ed Sheeran has done that before. Yeah, like he's randomly showed up at certain gigs. Or weddings too. Seriously. Or, or stuff. Like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is what gives me hope for the future of the music industry is that artists care about their fans. Mm, exactly. Like, it's not like, 
Uh, yeah, sure. You'll have like one bodyguard. I admire the artist who walks around with like one bodyguard nah. and not like a fleet of security people. Nah. Right? Or even no bodyguards at all. I admire the artist who puts up with the paparazzi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I have um, I have a funny story about paparazzi just because. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it just relates to, how should I say, down-to-earth celebrities. Exactly. People. Yes. But um, we all know Keanu Reeves, obviously. Keanu Reeves, yeah. The gold, golden, the golden boy of Canada. Well, that's up for debate, but yeah. Hey, but anyways, dude, he's like, he's awesome. Yeah, he does stuff that you know. He will yeah, like, pose. I, for I, I remember. Um, what was it? There's some. There's like a, someone posted them on their Facebook. Like it wasn't in the news, but it just spread like. Somebody Facebook posted post. on their Facebook that, like, yeah. Keanu Reeves, well, what did no, they like, do? He, he was in an airport, right? And the, yeah. flight, like, the flight was delayed. Yeah. So everyone saw, like, Keanu Reeves there, and they're like, oh, he's going to get on a different flight. But no, he just helped people, like, hey, this is what you can do. This is where you can go. Because it was, wow. like, around the holidays or something. So okay, first helped. of all, let me just respond by saying, oh, Canada. <laughs> You know, honestly, for real, (laughs) like this is the it's certain artists and like famous people like that that make me proud to be Canadian. Yeah. And Buble does the same thing. Like Michael Buble. Oh, we can't not. We can't not go in there without mentioning people like Michael Buble. Like there are moments where you think to yourself, this is what makes me proud to be Canadian. No. You know, like, and but, uh, just just back to Keanu Reeves for a sec. Yeah, because we, we mentioned paparazzi. He's yeah. like he's a little bit of a reserved guy. Yeah. He, he, so paparazzi, like, like, you know how, like, sometimes Hollywood paparazzi, they just kind of take pictures from afar. Yeah. They'll like be sitting so, in a car across the street and bang. So he uh, he used to do things where because basically paparazzi can't post like anything profane so we'd flip them so they couldn't post it so he'd <laughs> just be talking and he just he just put his finger up and just continued doing what he was doing hey and then um smart guy one time, one time actually this was hilarious this made for some of the funniest images on the internet ever <laughs> but like you know those cameras like those big yeah. huge film cameras sometimes he actually yeah. stole one from paparazzi and he ran off with it Oh, my God. And it's the most hilarious picture of just Keanu Reeves with a big, fat smile on his face running off. Running with the camera. Ah, dude. Oh, oh, that's so awesome. Uh, And that was just that just made me like him even more. And I was like, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. (laughs) Not to mention, like, just shout out to some one of. The best movie series ever, John Wick. Like uh, one cut action, his own stunts. Like, like he's forty six and he's still doing his own stunts. What's your excuse? <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm honestly like, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Let's be honest here. I love when artists and famous people are down to earth. It's great. Yeah. Like who who. 
I mean, there's a point where you get so full of yourself that, you know. And I think with that, too, it, it can affect how your fans respond to your music. Yeah. Like, I feel if you're actually connecting and you're actually being a relatable human being and not some... Like, Complete jerk. Yeah, put on a putting yourself on a pedestal, it can make your music more relatable. Like, like, and for some reason, I feel like Eminem kind of is guilty of that. Yeah. Putting himself on a pedestal. Yeah. Well, like, at it's least... weird because he, he seems to do both at the same time. Yeah, it, I know. It's like one song. Because, like, like, even I'm in the, the early greatest, days. Da, 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 da. And then there's another song where he's like, I suck. Literally. He just, just talks about, like, man, I really... Bipolar like, disorder I, in music. <laughs> but I, I feel like, in a sense, that's why people like his music. Because I think sometimes we're all like that. You know, you do yeah. something great and you're like, I'm the greatest at this. And then one thing messes up and you're like, I suck. <laughs> oh, man. But honestly, and th- I think this is kind of... This episode has kind of evolved into us hyping up artists who we actually think are going places. Yeah. And who aren't forgetting their roots. That's the big yeah. thing you got to worry about with music. Do not forget where you came from. No, oh, yeah. Because that will turn around and bite you in the ass. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I think we're at like 45 minutes here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> biggest, well, uh, me- bi- biggest message to from this episode is that, you know what? The Like, we've basically just been promoting, you know, that, being down to earth. That's what this episode... Well, yeah, that too. So, me- kids, here's, here's the message. Um, you're still a human, no matter yes. what... No matter how many great things you do, even no matter you're, how many crappy things you do, you're still, still one of us. You're still one of us. And you're not any different. Yeah. And artists who understand that go the furthest. Yeah. And, and fame uh, in general. Fame in general is the enemy here. Yeah. I mean, because it can blind you to what you really want to accomplish here. Like now. Hey, I've got a million dollars and like three Lamborghinis in the in the garage. Like you don't need that. No, you don't. Like as Ed like, Sheeran um, put it. Back to um, this is a little throwback. An yeah. old Bon Jovi song. He's a rich man living in a poor man's house. Yeah. Or like my favorite one is uh, it's an Ed Sheeran song. It's uh, ain't got a soapbox I can stand upon, but God gave me a stage, a guitar, and song. Yeah. So why not use that to... Use it, but don't abuse it. Obviously. I feel like that's where we should end it. Yeah. So thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our humble podcast. And that would be the Rock Bottom Podcast. It's so bad. It's It's amazing. amazing.